You are listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios. Back here live at the Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. All right. You're great zombie. Good times here at the Waterfront Village. Open for the next 11 days. Hello, and welcome back to the Varmints Podcast, where every week we do a whole bunch of research to educate ourselves and you, the listener, on all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet, one animal at a time. My name is Paul. I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm also not an animal expert. Today, we're going to talk about the freshwater turtle. But first, the news. This is Varmin's Headline News with your anchorman, some guy named Paul. Thank you, Matthew. Everybody on the internet is showing Wolf Blitzer from CNN pictures of turtles. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but the internet kind of, uh, it's not exactly a fun place anymore. Twitter and Facebook and everything, they've kind of just evolved into sort of a dumpster fire of partisan squabbling trolls, Russians this and impeachment that and... Depending on where you go, not not a great place. So in these troubling times, in the event something becomes a meme for just a completely wholesome and funny reasons, you know, we'll take that. That'll be fine. So <laughs> Wolf Blitzer from CNN, he posted a picture of a turtle on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and he had the most chill observation ever. The caption underneath <laughs> the picture was, always nice to see a turtle. and you know what so people just spammed him with turtle pictures yeah everybody (laughs) likes turtles so yeah that picture and the comment it started to go viral and people just want to give the man what he wants so the hashtag show wolf a turtle was born (laughs) and the internet banded together to show wolf a turtle oh that's nice isn't it (laughs) that's really fun We'll post a link to the article in our show notes, and you can see some of the really delightful little Twitter responses from people young and old who also think it's always nice to see a turtle. And so, Wolf Blitzer from CNN, we salute you because you're making the internet great again, one turtle picture at a time. <laughs> That's so cute. They have a little one bursting out of an egg. Hey, little baby turtle. He's like the size of a dime. <laughs> cute. Turtles are really cute. They are. Even the kind of the wacky looking ones are kind of kind of cute. They are. That news article <laughs> made me smile. That was good. So just a reminder, go to blazingcariboustudios.com for links to our audio and our show notes for today's episode. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at at Podcast, all one word, and at varmintspodcast at gmail.com for questions, comments, stories, and suggestions. Listener mail. We love your listener mail. If you like the show, head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a nice little rating and a review. And now let's learn about freshwater toitles. Toitles? Toitles! The kingdom of animals is fascinating. Now I'm going to tell you about their behavior and living pattern. So come on! What in God's holy name are you blathering about? 
We are blathering about freshwater turtles today, and you might hear us say toitles once in a while because me and Donna, we've been calling them toitles for like two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> not tortoises though we're not going to talk about tortoises today because they're not the same animal they're going to get their own episode in the future and actually marine turtles are going to get their own episode too later on because they're all kind of unique and different and wonderful so we're just going to be concentrating on freshwater turtles today mm-hmm. turtles of course they are a specialized reptile that are characterized by a shell which Donna's is going to talk more about in a minute and they typically all have heads, limbs, and tails that can kind of retract into that shell. Veterinarian scientists and conservationists, they'll typically refer to all turtles as colonians, which is kind of a catch-all name that is derived from the turtle's order, colonia. And perhaps you've heard of the term terrapin? Mm -hmm. That is the Algonquin word, which means the good land. Oh, no, wait, that's, no, that's Milwaukee, I'm sorry. Terrapin is the Algonquin word for turtle, right? There we go. And that's typically used to refer to freshwater turtles only. Mm -hmm. There are dozens of different species of freshwater turtle. I couldn't get an exact number because they're continually finding new freshwater turtles and they're reclassifying old freshwater turtles and it's kind of a mess. But there's dozens of them. The smallest are mud turtles and musk turtles, which only get to be about four or five inches long or about 10 to 12 centimeters long. And the biggest freshwater turtle is the alligator snapping turtle. And that can grow to about 32 inches long or about 82 centimeters long and weigh upwards of 200 pounds. You have those guys in Florida, don't you? We actually, believe it or not, as scary as the alligator snapping turtle is, we do not have any down here in Florida. Oh, I thought you had regular snapping turtles, so maybe just not the alligator snapping turtle. Just not the alligator snapping turtles. We have snapping turtles and we have alligators, but we do not have the combination of those two things. Those things are scary. It's a, it's. I'm actually kind of surprised that we don't have them down here, but we don't. We actually have 20, either 24 or 26 different species of freshwater turtles down in down here in Florida. Huh. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Toidles. So it looks like we have about six. We have the common snapping turtle and painted turtle, ornate box turtle, red-eared slider, yellow mud turtle, and spiny softshell. All right. That's our lot. That's what we got. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of high up here, though, and, you know, there's not a lot of water, so, you know, we're we're just probably going to have fewer reptiles in those situations, so. Not as many toidles. Turtle shells are really neat. Most turtles can hide their heads in their shells, but some can't. Some species can't. That's one of the big differences about sea turtles and freshwater turtles is that sea turtles can't hide their heads in their shells. So that's one way you can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Turtle shells have three main parts. The upper or top piece is called the carapace. The bottom is the plastron, and then they have a bridge that fuses those two pieces together. So a turtle's carapace, or like we just said, the upper shell, is flatter to help them swim, while a tortoise's carapace is higher and dome-shaped. So that's one of the ways you can tell the difference as well. The inner layer of a turtle's shell is made up of 60 bones, including their backbone, breastbone, and ribs. A turtle's shell is attached to their body. Turtles uh, do not grow a bigger shell as they get bigger. A lot of people think that, but they don't. So it's not like the cartoons where they can just jump out of their shell and... And they have those cute little no. green bodies, and then they can just jump in another shell? It doesn't work like nope. that. Nope. Because the shell is their skeleton. 
I mean, they got skin over the top and leathery covering. It, all that covering on the top is is made of keratin. Those little plates are called scoots. They're made of keratin, which is the same stuff that your fingernails are made of, right? So sure, yeah, your fingernails yeah. and your hair, keratin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then turtles with soft shells don't have scoots. They're shell is protected by really thick skin and that's common to both freshwater and to sea animals so all right um, but uh yeah but they they're called scoots those little plates um one thing that people didn't know for a really long time that they were wrong about was that they didn't think there were nerves inside the turtle shell there are there are lots of nerves in there so they um they definitely can feel it when you touch them on the top of their shell and stuff mm-hmm. so they know what's going on. One of the things that I learned doing research for this episode is I thought that they had an exoskeleton inside their skeleton because that's what biologists thought for a really long time. And just recently, in 2013, some scientists solved the mystery about where that tissue actually comes from. A team of researchers in Japan as the, by observing the development of different animal species and confirming their results with fossil analysis and genomic data, they've confirmed that all of the tissue in their skeleton is endoskeleton, or yeah, endoskeleton, not exoskeleton. Oh, so wow. Okay. That puts the end to that question. So they do have an exoskeleton or they don't? They do not. They do not. Taken together, these results all show that the turtle carapace has evolved independently from the exoskeleton. It's all out of endo tissue oh wow tissue. okay so well yeah done japan so they have evolved from reptiles that were closely related to alligators and dinosaurs but not from primitive reptiles as they once thought so all the tissue in there is endo tissue not exo tissue so that's a pretty recent development in toidal science so. <laughs> that's awesome yeah their shells are really neat they are know, turtles are turtle shell they're so cute despite having that shell covering, that carapace, and what was the bottom part called? The plastron, the right? The plastron, yeah. Those only go so far as protection, and unfortunately, turtles, well, not unfortunately, it's just the way nature works. Turtles can make a good meal for bigger animals, and yeah. things can and do eat them, despite that that shell or that carapace. So a further adaptation that turtles have is the ability to retract their heads and their limbs inside of that shell. And there is actually enough room in their body cavity where they can just pull everything right inside their body cavity. Uh, right. Turtles either pull their heads straight back into their shells or kind of off to the side. But in either case, there's enough vertebrae in the turtle's neck and it's flexible enough that it'll fold up into kind of a U shape inside of its body. It's really neat. Yeah. Some turtles actually have a system of flaps and latches that will seal the turtle shut and make it watertight. So like box turtles will pull their head in and then they'll have that little flappy-doo thing on the bottom, which I believe is the scientific term, a flappy-doo. Flappy-doo. A little flappy-doo. Yeah. And it'll come up and it'll just <laughs> cover over its face. It'll just, it's like a fully contained little little thing. Aren't most anatomical terms Latin though? So wouldn't it be like flappy-doodleicus or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was just, that was the Americanization of flappy-doodleicus. Flappy-doo. <laughs> <laughs> now some turtles even freshwater turtles cannot fully 
retract their arms and their neck and their tail back into their shell. Mm -hmm. Yep. So in those cases, they have some other sort of defense mechanism. There is a common musk turtle, and the other name it has is called a stink pot. So you can guess what its defense mechanism is. It has scent glands on the outside of its shell, and they can produce a very, very foul odor that is described as being somewhere in between roofing tar and poop. <laughs> I think one of the worst things, it's a, it's a smell that literally makes me angry when I smell it, is if you're on the highway and you're behind a truck that's pulling a pot full of roofing tar. I hate that smell so much. I don't know really? why. I, yeah, I don't know what it triggers in my brain, but as soon as I smell it, I just want to get away from it. The, a lot of people think that the stink pot turtle is the best pet turtle. Really? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when they yeah. sell them as pets, I wonder if they take those glands out or if the, 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 if, if the turtle just doesn't feel threatened and so it doesn't stink yeah, that Yeah, I would guess that it's probably just that they're pretty chill in a captive environment where there's no huh. predators and then maybe you don't get, they don't stinkify very much or something, but uh, yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> so now the turtles that can't retract their necks and their, their arms and legs all the way, or that don't stink. <laughs> Odie agrees with you. <laughs> he's just shaking his collar to let you know that he he's like totally interested <laughs> generally their defense mechanism is they'll have longer than normal necks and very very powerful jaws and i've seen turtles down here where people will try to pick them up even by the back like some snapping turtles and <laughs> those necks will come out and they will reach all the way to the back of the turtle and they'll try to bite you yep yep I've well, seen that don't happen. Don't be picking them up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. We um we came home one day in the in the condo that we used to live in to a snapping turtle right on our front doorstep. And he was not happy at all, and there was no way you could pick him up. And we were kind of very gently with a broom trying to urge him off of our doorstep and into the lake that was nearby. And he was, we were like patting his little bum with the broom and he was turning around and biting the broom. Like, stop it. Yeah, he was not happy. <laughs> Don't broom the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I want a bumper sticker that says that now. Varma's podcast. Don't broom the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, how funny. <laughs> yep. No, I that's never happened to me in Colorado. I've never shown up to just find a turtle on my doorstep. It's just not something that happens. So. <laughs> that's probably a good thing. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it is disclaimer time. The Varmints Podcast knows that it's not fair to compare animal intelligence to human intelligence. But then again, we only really have the yardstick of ourselves to go by, so we are going to do it anyway. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... Uh, your opinion, man. On a scale of 1 to 10, Donna, intelligence, turtles, what's your opinion, man? I think it's so, it looks like it's so varied with different species, you know? Probably, like it right? It really just depends on, it depends on the challenges that they've got in their little environment. And I mean, there seems to be some indication that some of them can solve some puzzles and do be trained to do some things, but not all of them can, so... I don't know. Sure. I put them right in the middle. Five, you know. Yeah. Variable 
variable from one species in another. So the little red sliders, everybody that, that has them for pets thinks they're pretty smart. So uh, all of that's anecdotal. So yeah, you know, hard to measure. So I, I read a scientific little study they did of these. I think they were little box turtles, like the kind that you can get in the pet store for a pet. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And they found out that those turtles have memories that last about seven or eight months. And they can recognize faces yeah. and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. But I, I'm like you, I tended to go right toward the middle. I gave him a six because yeah. I think for every smart little box turtle, there's a big, dumb snapping turtle that really doesn't need to have to figure out anything. It just stays at the bottom and eats what it wants and nobody messes with it, you know? Well, they live so long, some of them, that you would think having a good memory would be pretty beneficial, so... Right. You know. Yeah, those little... The little ones that they sell in pet stores can last quite a long time, 20 years. Yeah, you can... Yeah, they can live a long time, and some of the... We're going to talk about it in different in different episodes, but the different types of turtles and tortoises all over the world, they can live, like, astonishingly long periods of times, but even the little freshwater ones can live 20, 50 years, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like... Man, really? Like you have to think about who you're going to give your turtle to in your will. Some of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta really think about this when you decide to have a turtle. They live; they can live a really long time. So. Yep. All right. Well, we are going to talk about turtles and pop culture and a couple other things, but we're going to do that right after this message. Hey, are you a jock that likes comics? Are you a nerd that likes comics? Do you feel left out sometimes? Well, then we've got the show for you. I'm Imran. And I'm Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we host the Jock and Nerd podcast at jockandnerd.com. If you're looking for fun, entertaining, laugh-out-loud geek chat over all the latest Marvel, DC shows, and news, visit jockandnerd.com. Full spoiler podcast, lots of swearing. Uh, you're such a jock. You're such a nerd. Oh, come on. Shut up, nerd. Okay. And now for something completely different. Hey, you know, me and Donna, we're just a couple of nerds like you, and we don't see animals up close and in person very often, unless they just show up on our doorstep when we come home from the store. So let's talk a little bit about where we see them most of the time on movies, TV, and video games. And we can't talk about turtles without talking about these guys. So that, of course, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, often shortened to TMNT, or they're just maybe called Ninja Turtles. They are four fictional teenaged anthropomorphic turtles named after Renaissance Italian artists uh, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. They were trained by their anthropomorphic rat, 
sensei in the art of ninjutsu. From their home in the sewers of New York City, they battle petty criminals, evil overlords, mutated creatures, and alien invaders while attempting to remain hidden from society. Issue number one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book came out in May of 1984. I did not realize that they were around for that long. Mm-hmm. They really started gaining popularity in like the eight ladies and early 90s. I remember being a junior in high school and my friend Mark, he was uh, he was reading a comic book. I was like, what are you reading? He goes, oh, it's a brand new thing. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I thought, well, that's kind of dumb. That's never going to amount to anything, you know? <laughs> so it, right. I just kind of dismissed it. But yeah, I was wrong. There are there were cartoons, toys, video games, feature films, all sorts of merchandise that came from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Everybody's heard of them. There's even a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cookbook with all sorts yep. of little pizza recipes and stuff in it. So yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep, I never watched it myself. And I was watching cartoons back then. I was a teenager, but I was still watching cartoons and stuff. But I, I didn't watch the Ninja Turtles they may have been in the same slot as Voltron or something, which was my big thing that I liked back then. So, <laughs> I just was an idiot and I completely dismissed them. I was like, nah, that's mm. that's too dumb. That's never going to survive. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I don't think I had an opinion about it. I remember the rat being kind of interesting. I'd seen, the, seen a couple episodes uh, somewhere along the way, but yeah, it never sparked enough interest for me to really get focused on it. So... Wow, we really should have maybe talked to somebody that uh, cares about that show. Because <laughs> we're just like, meh, it's a thing. There it was. <laughs> but people really love it. They love that show. They do. So, and if we're yeah. wrong about something or if you think we didn't spend enough time on it, varmintspodcast at gmail.com. You can yell at That's us That's right. Send us hate letters. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't talk enough about the turtles. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't we're just saying it's there we don't know much about it <laughs> that's why we do the pop culture thing because Paul and I are both sort of I mean I think I sometimes know a little bit more about it than you do but not all the time <laughs> and right. so, and then a lot of the time we're just like I don't know what there is so that's why we do that segment <laughs> yep and sometimes you know about things that I don't, like your pop culture yeah. thing. Yeah, so this is sort of an extended topic. Okay, have you heard of this idea that the world is resting on the back of a great turtle? Yes, I have. The, the great sort of compilation of this myth is in Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. In the Discworld series, the world is a flat disc that, that's held on the back of four elephants and then carried by the great turtle the great atuin the great atuin is a giant star turtle and he is of the fictional species chelis galactica <laughs> <laughs> he is actually usually artistically based on a sea turtle so he's not a freshwater toodle, turtle in art a but the toodle? book itself <laughs> toodle yeah <laughs> the books itself never say that he has a body of like a freshwater or a seawater turtle. Never. It's just he's a star turtle. So okay. <laughs> artists artists have just interpreted the great Atuin however they want to. Sure. So, 
But the great Atuin's gender is actually, I keep saying he, but it's actually, their gen the gender is unknown to the inhabitants of the disc world. Okay. Um, in The Color of Magic, he describes the turtle as male, but the subject has a lot of speculation that ends into plots that they actually try to figure it out during some of these stories. So, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool. So, yeah, you should uh, uh, play the clip about Great Atuin. Everything starts somewhere. Although many physicists disagree, there is the constant desire to find out where. Where is the point where it all began? Much later than that, the disk world was formed. Drifting onwards through space, atop four elephants, on the shell of a giant turtle, the great Atuin. Is the Discworld that is the great Atuin, the great Atuin, <laughs> and I love that concept. I have a t shirt with the great Atuin on it. It's a cool. well known artist called um, Paul Kidby that does a bunch of art for the Discworld, and you can get a t shirt with his image of the great Atuin. Cool. Do you, when you wear it around, do people recognize it? Do people point yes. at it and go, Oh, that's yes. cool? And they will speak to you immediately. Uh, and in the in the Discworld books, the people that find out that the world is a turtle, and it's you know, because in their in their book, the it's a the cosmology is different, where people are like the people that are wrong are the ones that say the world is a globe, right? <laughs> and so the people that are right uh, that the world is a disc. This is in a book called Small Gods, where where a lot of this is established. But uh, this one guy. To, to indicate that he knows what's going on, he'll say to another person, the turtle moves. And he'll go into this, and a person in the same little organization will say, it does indeed, you know, is their little back, mm -hmm. their little response, right? So I was playing World of Warcraft one day, and this guy made a joke about death in Discworld. He was like, oh, I feel like death in the Discworld, because we were in a dungeon and doing something. And I said, hey, buddy, the turtle moves, and he goes, it does indeed, and then we were immediately friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like to eat! Oh, jeez, I like to eat, too. Uh, turtles. Have you ever eaten turtle, Donna? Uh, no, I haven't. I have. Mm -mm. Okay, what's it taste like? It tastes like every other reptile, literally. Oh, yeah? I've had mm -hmm. rattlesnake, and I've had alligator, and turtle. I've had turtle soup, and it tastes no different. Hmm. I so, probably wouldn't like it then, because I didn't like the reptile that I ate. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Uh, it was good. Um, and it's there if you want to eat it. Turtles are, are... Most turtles are not endangered, so if you want to eat turtle, go eat turtle. It's it's okay. I'm not... <laughs> that's not a ringing endorsement, is it? <laughs> well, the ones that you get to eat are actually 
you know, livestock, right? So right. they're raised to, you can eat them. If you go to a restaurant and eat turtle, they have turtles that are there for you to eat. Yes. It's not like they went out into the back pond in the neighborhood and just said, oh, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> but not in so, the food box, huh? Uh, not really. I mean, I wouldn't turn down trying it. I would try it, but I... You know, I don't have a goal. I don't have a eating bucket list like you do. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's sort of a, just a random. If somebody randomly came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want to eat this? Try this turtle dish I've made here?" I would be like, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Hey, Donna, yeah. mm. is your brain a repository of useless information like mine is? No, not today. Not today. Oh. Mm-mm. Well, so. we can still at least try to help people win that next trivia night or just sound smarter than the rest of the room with the animal fact of the week. So my fact is a funny, a silly sort of one. Uh, some aquatic turtles can absorb oxygen through the skin on their necks and their cloacal areas, which allows them <laughs> <laughs> it allows them to remain underwater for a long time, and some of them can even hibernate underwater. So, No way, dude. Yeah, and, and, and what this actually means is that they can breathe through their butts. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing through my butt. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's a good talent, and one that I, I think a lot of humans wish they had. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Varmints Podcast has been brought to you with technical support by Matthew Chomo and music by Kevin McLeod. Thank you so much, guys. And our Rugrat Corner this week, Paxton has something to say about turtles. Hey Paxton, what do you think about turtles? Yeah, they are very slow, and they live in their shells, and they live in swamps, lakes, and rivers. What they, do they do all day? They swim and eat, spend most of, most of their time in water. What do they eat? They eat fruit, bugs, and fish. Not pizza? Not pizza. <laughs> do they train to be ninjas? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Paxton has got turtles figured out. I think he's right on track. Ah, oh, Paxton, we love you. <laughs> Paxton, Thanks, Paxton. Paxton is a friend of the show and he is so funny so <laughs> he's awesome uh, how funny do they train as ninjas you can hear it in his voice <laughs> whatever <laughs> no <laughs> uh, how fun that is awesome <laughs> thanks again everybody for listening and until next time be nice to animals You've been listening to a Blazing Caribou Studios production. Support and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash blazingcariboustudios. I want people to post me pictures of turtles. <laughs> or any other animal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>